Come on in, guys, because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. Thanks for joining us today as we have a special one-off episode uh, where we are drafting and filling another one of our theoretical seasons of Survivor. Uh, typically, Outwatch is a show where we re-watch, recap, and react to old legacy seasons of Survivor. Um, but yeah, we're taking a trip off the beaten path today into one of our fun brainchilds of a season. My name is Alex. I am, as always, your host and guide through our Outwatch experience. And I'm joined by who has now become an important Survivor Draft co-host on Outwatch, friend of the show, Elizabeth. Welcome to Outwatch. Thanks, Alex. Happy to be here. Today, we are doing another, like I said, one of our draft shows, but the format and the shtick of this one is Imagine Survivor 41, because we don't know what it is yet. This is what it is. Just put yourself in this world. Jeff is out there at the finale of Survivor 40, where my pregame winner pick, mark it down right now, Denise Stapley has just won a million dollars. And we end on, and let's see what we're doing, season 41. And you get this wonderful montage footage of the multiple eras of Survivor, going all the way back from the classics to the most recent seasons. And we've got four tribes of five people each, but each tribe has people from a specific era of Survivor. You've got the seasons 1 through 10 tribe, 11 through 20, 21 through 30, 31 through 39, like so. And they're going to have to duke it out in that format. Um, Jeff, I will take my check. Uh, just send me an email, outwatchpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll give you my P.O. box when you use this wonderful format. So what we're doing today is we're putting together our dream tribes um, broken up by era. So fun. Elizabeth, if you were to choose your favorite of the four eras of Survivor, of course, these are like arbitrary breakups based on what makes sense numerically. Which one would you denote as your favorite era? So this is tricky. And I think, so uh, it's hard. I go back and forth, but I think most of my favorite seasons are in the 11 to 20 era. Uh-huh. So uh, I would say though, one outlier for me is Palau, which is season 10. So it's almost in that era, okay. but not quite. I love Palau. Um, but I also, I would say Micronesia, right. Cook Islands are two of my other top China yeah. So it's I think 11 to 20 for me are definitely that's definitely my favorite era. I think that's, I think that's what, when we like it became what we think of as like modern survivor, I guess. Yeah, I've heard people refer to this era or at least like parts of this era as the golden era. Yeah, like of yeah, this, I would agree with that. <laughs> the seasons that you mentioned, there's like a string of just solid survivor there. I think I would pick that, too. Yeah, Micronesia is like just so hard to beat. And yeah. even like the tougher seasons in that, like, well, out, outside of Guatemala, which is just like pretty tough in general, like even the tougher ones aren't that bad, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, within the era for me, 
I mean, Gabon is maybe like one of the weaker seasons, yeah, but even sure. then that's a great, I love that season too. Yeah. So it's a quirky one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Fiji. Fiji's maybe one of the other weak ones, but, yeah. but overall it's a really enjoyable era of survivor. It is interesting when you start to like rank them or uh, yeah, like choose your favorite at least. Cause like, I don't know. Also like the third era of 20 to th- 21 to 30 has like, is m- maybe what I would say is the worst, but at the same time, like maybe my two favorite seasons fall in that in Kagayan yeah. and Philippines, which yeah, are like two of, my oh, favorites. Are two of my favorites and blood versus water is a really great season. It too. Is. Yeah. So yeah, it's, but it is, I mean, I think it's hard because you kick off that era. Well, no, I guess you end it with uh, Worlds Apart. That's probably right. my, one of my very least favorite. And then One World, both of the ones with the word world. <laughs> that's, great, but, uh, that's a good shorthand. And, and Nicaragua. Yeah, you kick it off with Nicaragua. So it is, there are some rough ones in there, but overall, there are some really great seasons, too. The lows are very low yeah. in the 20s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but the highs are high, so yeah. kind of evens out. True. Remembering that if the season of Survivor has the word world in it, that it's not very good <laughs> yeah. is a useful yeah. tool. Yeah, so, it could be. I don't know if we'll ever have. What, have I don't think we've had any other than those two. So. I think you're right. Yeah. It's uh, going to be Survivor World of Winners. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cringe. So, so what we're going to be doing today is we have each done some research and together our dream tribes of five individuals from each era to be on a tribe and compete in this season one of the few stipulations is that nobody who has won before is eligible um i figured with you know season 40 with all the winners coming back um looming large that you know we don't want to dip into that same pool and then also if a player returns we're gonna stick them in um, their era in which they first appear. Um, so of course, yeah, there's a number of returning survivor players who, uh, cross through various eras, but we're going to keep them stuck in their original era. Um, before we get started, did you have any particular, you know, philosophy or strategy when you were putting your tribes together? Um, I would say generally I just went off of the people that I want to see play again the most. Yeah. Um, and then once I made a general list for each era, I, I did try to like make the tribes make more sense in terms of an even gender split. And also right. like people I thought would be interesting to see together on a tribe. Yeah. But overall, it's mostly just who I like the most. <laughs> yeah. I tried to like think at some points of like, man, which of these players like, embody what like this era when i think about the like the teens but then that Mm -hmm. felt like fruitless and arbitrary and hard to you know to pin down yeah like i I just don't want to see russell again you don't want to see who russell oh yeah definitely well i think it's tricky too because a lot of some of the players that like we from different eras that were really exciting was partly because they exhibited behavior that was coming up and coming. Like that might be more suited for the next era, but point. they were in an older era. Yeah. Cause Did they're the reason the game is evolving. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any seasons where you picked more than one player from the season? Yes. Okay. I had just I one, just, but yeah. yeah, I have just one as well. Okay. It may be the same one. <laughs> interesting. That would be interesting. 
Yep. So I think, yeah, the way we're going to do this is we'll just go back and forth and share our picks. We'll probably have some overlap. Um, and then once we've gone through all of our picks, we'll go and form our collaborative final tribes um, for we'll just do all the casting work for you, CBS, so that when you do the season, <laughs> you know, you can cut some costs that way. We know you care about that a lot right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here you go. We're doing this uh, just 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 for you. How about we start where it all began, the classic seasons of Survivor, seasons one through ten. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, it's up to you. I can go first. One oh. question I had yes. uh, was, do we want to go in order chronologically of people on our list or just who I pick, who I would pick first? I think I wrote all of mine down in chronological order, but... Um, okay, we can do that. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Hit me with um, your first one. What? Hit me with your first one. All right. So I have only one person from the original season of Survivor. Okay. Survivor Borneo. Um, it's someone that we have never seen play a second time, uh, but someone that I really loved in the first season, and that's Greg Buis. <laughs> so he was the developer of the coconut phone. Uh-huh. Very charismatic guy. Pretty young at the time, so probably would still be eligible to do well in challenges and i think he would have a strategic mind for the game i don't know that he follows survivor but i think he'd be really interesting to see on the show again oh greg Mm -hmm. (laughs) didn't expect that but that's a Mm -hmm. a good pick (laughs) i feel like we've seen the the big names of season one and greg was really popular at the time so but he's kind of like fallen off the map did you like watch season one when it happened? Did I? Yeah. I watched uh, parts of it. So I was still pretty young when it right. aired. So we had basically all of my friends, families and my family watched it. Um, but I've gone back to rewatch it because I only had vague memories of them, like slathering themselves in mud. Right. Like the final tribal, like Sue Hawk speech. I definitely remembered that. But yep. other things I had to go back to rewatch. Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't done my first actual rewatch of it, which we is coming up pretty soon in our outwatch order. So I'm excited to do that. But oh, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. So I'm hazy on Greg, but I do remember Coconut Phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he's most known for. But. Um, my first pick uh, has returned once. I've actually hold on. I'm going to sound like a fool. <laughs> I'm doing my research. <laughs> Uh, stand by. No, she's only played this one time. Give me T-Bird. Oh, she's on my list too. We gotta have T-Bird from Survivor Africa. I th- yep. I imagine that she's played more than once because she is such a, a staple and stalwart in Survivor community discussions that it's mm-hmm. like, wow, I forget that she's only played the one time. Well, uh, she got dropped off of uh, second chances. She I know. was in the running. A great and that, tragedy. It crushed me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see T Bird again. Um, she, I think, is knowing her personality has probably stayed fit and would be definitely up to play again. Oh yeah, I looked it up. So she's like sixty right now, but mm-hmm. she's definitely in really good shape. Yeah. So and she has. Uh, so the thing I remember most about her from Africa was that. She plays really well from the bottom. So mm. she got, they had that like unexpected swap. And then Teresa, she like did a good job of throwing her 
former tribe mate under the bus to keep herself safe. Yeah. And then she was the, the final remaining member uh, of her tribe at mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. So I also, one of my favorite T-Bird moments is when she throws the mystery vote at Lex and then doesn't tell him. And uh-huh. he's like really pissed off and trying to figure out who did it. And it's like sweet T-Bird that did it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that comes at the expense of Lex of Lex is, is solid. Yeah. He's good. He's a funny, angry person. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'd love to see so, her yeah, play again. I agree with that pick. She is on your list as well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We had our first, uh, um, commonality then. Yeah. Yeah. I avoided, uh, Australia. So I don't have anyone on my list from Australia. Yeah, I love that season, but I we've seen so many of them. Like I think they have the most returning players ever. It's been pretty picked um, clean, yeah. Yeah, because it was such a big a popular season. And I mean, back a long time ago, I would have picked Colby or Jerry or someone, but of we've course. seen them, their story. So yeah, I like almost thought about Elizabeth Hasselbeck. I know, right? So I love her. Yeah, I I did contemplate it so for a long time she was the only elizabeth in survivor nice. which made me love her uh-huh. but uh but yeah i i do love her and roger they're both i they we haven't seen them play again and i would like yeah. to see that but what is it up i don't know what that would look like there's lots of maybe i'm there maybe there's only two and these are the only the two that i'm thinking of but like old dudes named roger in the first six seasons of survivor yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think I'm trying to, I think they're the only two. Yeah. Um, Could be forgetting someone, but they're definitely the most well-known. So what, T-Bird cool. was number two on your list? Uh, yeah, in terms of chronological order, yeah, cool. she was number two. I'll go ahead and give my number two then, which um, is probably the most, this is the most like iconic never return player. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it's realistic or not, but can we get a Rob Sesternino return? So Rob has returned. Well, of course, you're right. You're right. Just everyone. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it <Yeah>. wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the next one on my list as well. Yeah. So I, I think he's number one. I probably in a lot of people's books of who we want to see play again. Yeah. Especially now after he's been giving his own advice on Survivor for so long and he knows the game so well. I think like it would just be extraordinary to see him play again yeah i like don't expect that he would do that well because he is like i I don't know he's like the the figurehead of like survivor strategy like nut you know and for that reason i feel like people would be like oh we can't work with this guy unless you've got a lot of like I don't know. He would probably do way better in like a fans versus favorites thing because then it's like oh my gosh i get to play with rob you know yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he would definitely do well with that. It's tough to say how he would do in a season like this because I think that he's not too much of a threat. Like he is strategy-wise, he probably is the biggest threat out there, but he's also a really likable person yeah. and he knows a lot of these people outside of the game. So it could be that he does better than we think he would, but I think it would definitely be a tough road for him. Yeah, I wonder what it would like take him in re- like for him in real life to like say yes to coming back on well it seems like he's moving that direction but i don't know so i I think a big part of it originally was that his kids were so small Mm. and now that they're getting older he feels a little bit better about leaving them but yeah um i think that's the big issue it would definitely be surreal at this point like i feel this way coming into season 40 like 
it's surreal some of the, seeing some of these people play again. Oh yeah. Um yeah. he would fall in this category too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. If if Rob was on the I mean, I felt this way even when Steven was in the running when he did yeah. second chances. Uh-huh. So like to see Rob on a season would be awesome. It'd, It'd be, be so crazy. Um go yeah. ahead and give me your fourth one. Um I'm on number three, but I've I've shared mine back to back. It oh, just yeah, happened that we overlapped. Yep. Yeah, so uh I don't know that we'll share this person. Okay. <laughs> this one's kind of an oddball. Um so it's from Survivor Vanuatu. Okay. I don't have anyone in seven. Eight is all like Returnees. people we've seen a lot. Yep. Um, so I picked Julie Berry. And okay. I don't know that we would ever get to see her because of her past history with Jeff Probst. Right. But it would um, provide some interesting uh <laughs> some interesting stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think just for the interaction with Probst alone it would be worth it. But then she also was one of like, I loved her on Vanuatu. Uh-huh. She was really engaging and did a good job in the game. And I think like her understanding of reality TV as a whole, like she works in the reality TV world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she could do really well. Um, and she's also still stunningly gorgeous. So I think she would have some sway with some of the gentlemen. Yeah. Um, and I think she would do pretty well. So I, uh, yeah, man, I, I Vanuatu, another season that I haven't seen since it's, it's first air, so I like am definitely hazy on her, and most of what I know about her is the fact that she and Jeff dated. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other people from that season that I like a lot are Eliza and Amy, and uh-huh. we've seen both of them play before. So uh, Julie is someone that when I watched it the first time, and I've rewatched it both times, I thought, oh, she's really good. Yeah. Um, and I wish that I could see her play again. I don't think it'll ever happen, but it'd be cool. Probably. It's not. also the only season to have an earthquake and a volcano erupt. Whoa. (laughs) Survivor natural disasters. I know. They just got to go back to Vanuatu. Um, I'm on pick number three, so maybe I'll go two in a row here. I'm going to dip in to Survivor the Amazon one more time with my third pick. Um, Probably recency bias since we are um, Mm -hmm. have that fresh on the mind. But I would love to see Dina Bennett play again. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. We stand Dina really hard in our rewatching of this. And our first time viewers were absolutely stunned when she went out as like the ninth person voted out. So I, I I'd love to see her again. Yeah. I love Dina. One of the craziest things to me was that she wasn't really that old when she played. Cause in my mind, she was like this old woman, but she yeah. was like in her thirties, right? I think. I think on so. Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I think so. She's, she's really not. She would be great to be come back to Survivor. Yes. Um, it'd be really cool to see her and Rob together. That'd be that fun. would be cool. Yeah. I think they're still on good terms, so that'd be really interesting. I shared this in our um, our pod for one of these episodes, like around around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But Dina like tweeted out a picture of that like merge tribe that it happened. I guess the merge like happened on Thanksgiving or whatever. And it mm-hmm. was like her, remembering like Thanksgiving with those people on survivor and like Rob sister Nina retweeted it and it was very wholesome and cool. Yeah. I think I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. That was back when they would film in the fall. Mm-hmm. That'd be so crazy. It's a much bigger commitment to give up your holiday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, Dina would be great. I'd love to see her again. And I think that, it, yeah, she's got like, again, the attitude that w- she would like return and I think perform pretty well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'll go ahead and go again here to even us out at four a piece. 
Cool. Um, I'm going to go into another season that we've rewatched on Outwatch. That is Survivor Pearl Islands. Mm-hmm. Another one that's been pricked, picked pretty clean. But one person that um, I was really impressed with in our rewatch that's never returned that I'd like to see again is Ryan O. Ah. Uh, of, of Pelican Pete fame. Um, but he played a really solid game. I think he uh, got kind of over overshadowed by Andrew Savage um, coming from that same tribe and kind of being similar archetypes. But yeah, I think he was really likable um, and yeah, thinking in a way that a lot of other people weren't at that time. So uh, we said it in when we were watching it that he would be fun to see play again, uh, especially since he never has. And I... I stand by that. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's definitely not someone on my radar. Pearl Islands is one that, I mean, I love the season, but like you said, a lot of the like big names have already played a bunch. So yeah. I, I kind of don't think of it for this kind of season, but mm-hmm. I, like, he's a good pick. I definitely think he would be good on a second time around. Definitely. Be a really old tribe this tribe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. This would probably be on average, like the oldest season of Survivor. If this were to yeah. happen. Well, I think the the new one, 40, is pretty old, too. I'm sure it will be, yeah. It has to be. Yeah, it'd be tough. Julie or Greg might be the youngest people that would be on it. Yeah. Because Ryan's 47, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think That's you're crazy. right. Who'd you have rounding out your classics tribe? All right, so this one is my, I would say my number one pick. Uh, potentially overall for wow. the whole season okay. <laughs> of someone I would want. So uh, it comes from Palau, which is one of my very favorite seasons. Okay. Um, and so it's Ian Rosenberger. Yeah. So I love, love Ian. Uh, fun fact is he follows me on Twitter and Instagram. So that adds to it, but uh, I think he doesn't know who I am and he just like is a nice person and follows people back. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I loved, uh, so he was part of the longest individual immunity challenge ever. Um, mm. And his story arc was really interesting in that, Basically, Katie kind of guilted him into like stepping down and then letting her go to final two with Tom. Um, and I really I still I always wonder if he like regrets that decision. Mm. Um, and I'd love to see him play again. I don't know how he would be as an older, wiser Ian. Sure. Um, but I think he played such a great game in Palau. And it was just at the end that he and Katie and Tom had this interesting dynamic that caused him to step down and then he didn't go to the final two, but I think he had a really good shot to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom's a great winner though. So it's hard to say, but I think yeah. Ian definitely would have put up a, a big, a good fight. Yeah. He was very close. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love Ian. <laughs> <laughs> and he, now he does really cool work. He like makes uh, backpacks and stuff out of trash basically. Oh wow. And he does a lot of service work for Haiti after the earthquake. They a lot of his employees come from Haiti and the supplies and things. So it's really nice. Um, cool stuff. So yeah, Palau is one of my favorite seasons, but for different like I think most people came out of that season loving Stephanie and Bobby John. Right. Um and it is really interesting that like they wiped out an entire tribe, but I also just love that like Tom and Ian everything from the other tribe. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Very nice. Good pick. Cool. Uh, my final pick is somebody who has returned once. Um, but to me, she is in that top tier of um, survivor entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would love to see Eliza Orleans on our television screen once again. Yep. 
<laughs> I do love Eliza. She is, yeah, of course, of what she is known for, the wit, the snark, the effing stick of it all. Um, it, just so good. Um, and yeah, it's been a while since she's played. The last time was um, Micronesia, which, yeah, we're looking yeah. at, gosh, how long ago was that now? Like uh, 10 years was plus, like 2008. Right? Yeah, so... Yeah. 12 years ago. So it's been a minute and I would like to see her play again. If, yeah, I think if that for nothing cool. else, entertainment value. She was just on Amazing Race. Yeah, that's Karen, true. Yeah. And she was still in great shape and still her usual self. So I think she would still do really well. Love it. <laughs> she may be the youngest person on the tribe too, honestly. Yeah, that's true. Ian. Ian's not that old either, but. Oh, she's 37. Yeah, I think Ian's 38, so they'd be close. Yep. The young guns of the classic tribe. <laughs> yeah. In well, their and late Rob's 30s. Like, or 39. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably close. Yeah. Um, honorable yeah. mention, Lillian Morris, of course. Yeah, I did contemplate Lil, but I was like, <laughs> I just can't. I can't uh, do it. It'd be too much. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do love Lil. <laughs> she is a just special for, like, player. Entertainment. Yeah. Value. <laughs> well, and it's like hard to like not pick Sandra, but it's also we've seen a lot of Sandra. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed, so. we have. All right. Let's go yeah. ahead and move on to um, the second era. Then, and and after we've um, let you know, after we've been able to see the whole scope of our options, then we'll narrow it down to our final tribes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just went. So why don't you share your first pick from the uh, what should we call this era? The the post classic era. How about that? Okay, the golden <laughs> era, right? That's what you or call the it. golden era. Yeah, golden era works great too. Okay. Um. So the first person I have is from uh, Survivor Guatemala. Okay. So weird season. Yes. But this person definitely was a standout for me. Um. And kind of like came out of nowhere and I think people forget about him. Um, but definitely I think would do great on a second time around. And that's Rafe Judkins. Rafe. Yeah. So he's <laughs> like, he was definitely who I was rooting for throughout all of survivor Guatemala. Yeah. So it's like crushing that he didn't go to the final two, but, uh, I definitely would love to see him play again. I think he's really successful in his life. So I don't know that he ever <laughs> would play again, but <laughs> it would be cool. He's right at that our golden age of returning survivor players of thirty seven at this point. Ah, so yes. <laughs> too bad this isn't season thirty seven. I know. <laughs> man. This season, we are having every contestant at thirty seven years old. <laughs> it'd be really possible. <laughs> that would they be could, interesting. I mean, they'd have to have a little bit of a range, but it'd be pretty close. Yeah. Uh I don't remember much about this season, but I I believe I remember rooting for Rafe as well. Um, yeah, the main thing I remember from Guatemala is just how terrible it was. Like, I think yeah, of me all too. the seasons, that's the one season I was like, I don't think I would be able to tough that one out. <laughs> like, they, where they couldn't go in the water, and they started it out with like a half marathon hike Gosh, yeah. through the jungle with like screaming monkeys. Like, it was terrible, <laughs> really terrible. Yeah, I yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Wow. It's like one of the worst that. physical conditions that they've ever had. It was really bad. Yeah, that would be really tough. But strategy wise, it was interesting. It was interesting to see Stephanie come back and still, she did really well, but I think her reputation changed that season. Mm -hmm. And 
but Rafe, I feel like came out like, I don't know. I think probably a lot of people liked him. I loved him. So, yeah. Yeah. I think he was a well-liked person. Um, I'll kick things off here by traveling to season 13 survivor cook islands. Yeah. Um, this person <laughs> is a survivor legend. He has been in the show a number of times, but I I've, you know, have a mix of like deep cuts. This would be fun to see the person play again. And others who is like, dude, if we're pulling from this era, we've got to have this person. Uh, and for me, that's Jonathan Penner. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- give me a better survivor narrator. I'll wait. Rob Sestern, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Penner's very good. He's, he's, he's top tier for Definitely. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what it was, but um, yeah, every time that Penner played, I um, found him to be like equal parts infuriating and like, rootable you know oh yeah uh yeah he's just like a really interesting character is great on camera um and again he man the last time he played was in philippines right so it's been like Mm -hmm. a good uh, close to like 10 years since he's played um he's definitely getting up there in age at this point but i i feel like he'd be up for another round yeah i think he has some uh personal problems at the moment oh uh and that his wife has was recently diagnosed with als so Mm. that might keep him from coming but i would definitely like to see him come back yeah uh he's really definitely like one of the most engaging characters of survivor in both like in cook islands he was uh so extraordinary like him and yule trying to play off of each other is like some of my favorite survivor moments yeah and then uh and then philippines too i mean he was on micronesia but i feel like that's not like his strongest yeah Yeah, i like forget Uh, about him on micronesia yeah but in in philippines it's like the same penner and you get to see a lot of them like there's one moment i think it's i'm trying to remember it's where katie some or it's either him or katie talking and they like put their foot in their mouth and they're like oh it's penner going we're going to split the votes between so-and-so mm. and Penner. And he's like, between who? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that is a he wonderful says it moment. about Katie. I can't, I can't quite remember it, but I think they say it about him. Yeah. That's what I was thinking that someone says it to him. And then he's like, what? Like, uh-huh. he like he's like, yeah, Katie or Penner. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, uh, someone pulls a Dean and Karishma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the first iteration of that. Yeah, yeah love- that's one of my favorite moments because he's like quick enough that he catches it and the, and right. the other person's just like a total idiot. Right, yeah. So. Yep, he, he'd be fun for me. Yeah, I agree. Who you got next? Uh, Let's see. So I don't have... Oh, no, I do have someone from... So I have someone from 12, but technically from 16 and 20 yeah. and 34, if you can guess who that is. But uh, I think like one of the all-time greats up there with Rob of people to play and never win is three fields. Of course. So it was like hard. I was trying to avoid people who've played a ton. Um, but I just can't not pick three. Like it's like, she has to be there if we're doing this. So yeah, I so technically she's from Micronesia, but, but her first season is Panama. So, right. Yeah. I, um, she was on my short list and then I, yeah, I left her off. Um, for that reason and that we've seen so much of her, but I can't say no to more Suri, honestly. <laughs> yeah. She's like the one really soft spot. And I feel like it's like, 
she's gotten so close multiple times right. that it's like you just want to let her play again like and hope that she wins just remove I, like two advantages from the game yeah so she doesn't <laughs> get it yeah. advantage get in and we're good yeah she's been like the most production screwed i think of any player yeah, like I, she had the whole it's not a final three it's a final two mm-hmm. and then the like final six of game changers, both are just terrible situations. So. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to survivor China for my next pick. Definitely mm-hmm. a, a weird season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to fight the urge to pick chicken Morris. <laughs> um, I thought you might do that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no. um, just for that alone. Yeah. We we talked about this person on our last draft pod, but I'm going to pick her again in that I have like a similar just longing to see this person again on my TV screen. And that's Courtney Yates. Um, very. Yep, I've got her too. Wonderful. Such an enjoyable presence, such a extreme level of snark that we need nowadays. Uh, would love to see it. Yeah, I agree. I thought back and forth, but I just can't turn down Courtney either. <laughs> yep. And again, as we've said with a, a number of these people, it has been a long time, like since they've played. And a lot of these people, I'm, I'm like, I think I knew this, but I was reminded of it that like so many return, like when we do returning player seasons, we're picking people from like the recent history of Survivor. You know, mm-hmm. we're not very often like dipping deep into past seasons, and so. Here's an opportunity for us to do that with some some vets. Yeah, they only ever really go like they'll maybe take like one or two people from like the really old seasons, but mm-hmm. it's almost always within the last like five seasons. So, yeah, I would I think it'd be fun to see Courtney back again. It'd be fun to see Courtney with Sari. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. And Penner. Yeah. That, this is a it would <laughs> I don't be think an electric tribe. Together, so that, right? Yeah. Oh. I think they ever played together. Yeah. So I think you're right. Fun. We are in the golden era. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good people in this one. Who is your next selection? All right. So going with snark, my next person is one of the snarkiest. Uh, I think her and Courtney together will be very interesting. And that's Natalie Bolton from Micronesia. All right. So she's like one of the only top players in Micronesia to never come back. And like, I feel like she almost stole the show from people who are like huge names in survivor and Parvati and Suri. Mm-hmm. And just like, she's the reason for the iconic Eric immunity necklace. You know, they work yeah. together, but it's largely Natalie that did some of the legwork for that. So for sure. I think it would just be fun to see her come back. Um, I don't know how she would do, but mm-hmm. uh, I'd be happy to see her. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great pick. I I was considering her as well. Um I'm going to go ahead and just follow that right up with the other uh half of that iconic tandem and uh just go ahead and throw Eric Reichenbach's name in the ring as well. Um it, it's a little tired, you know, all the Reichenbach stuff. Mhm. But um <laughs> give me like yeah, like a, a true shot at redemption here. Give me like the cynical, jaded Eric Reichenbach who is mad at CBS at a personal level, who keeps showing the clip 
of him being embarrassed as an example of what not to do. Yeah. Give I me like that pick. Give me the John Wick revenge story. <laughs> Eric Reichenbach version. <laughs> that would be great. I don't know if he's got that in him, but but he's yeah, he's so entertaining and such a fan of the show. Like I love to watch fans yeah. and I mean, he started as a fan on Micronesia and then got to play again as a favorite, but he's definitely like someone who knows the game. He's still involved in the community. I think yeah. he would do really well. And he's so entertaining. He's still in great shape too, I would assume. Yeah, and so. he's still young. He's like 35. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that this would, if, if he were to come back for a third time in this sort of a setting, this would be the best that he de- that he ever does. Yeah, I think so. I think he can fly under the radar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with this. Yeah, and when you, you know, don't give the like heavy redemption theme, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, since he's just such like a yeah poster child for that. Yeah, it'd be fun to see him and Natalie together. Answery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would assume that they're in better, like they're in good spirits with each other, but I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it would be fun though. Yeah, cool. I, I, I'm definitely more when we do these things. I'm I'm the play the hits guy. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you're more of the like deep cuts. Like, uh, I don't think Natalie Bolton's a deep cut, though. Yeah, think, you're right. I mean, you're right. She's top she's four. She's mid tier. Yeah. All because of Eric. She's top four. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But, but yeah. Who you got next? Okay. So I have someone else from Micronesia, which I don't know if you'll agree with this one, but I like couldn't not put them on the list because they have, they provided me with so much entertainment the first time. And that's Chet Welch from <laughs> Micronesia. <laughs> so he's okay. like, like the, the Chet and um, now I'm totally forgetting his Joel. The moment in the challenge where he's like, I'm in pain, and Joel's like, I know. Yeah. Or, or he's like, I don't care. And then Chet's like, I know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he was just such a funny character. He's like a pageant, like a pageant queen, like yeah. coach. And like, he he's actually a really funny narrator, too. I think it would just be funny to see him come back. For me, he's like a character that I just enjoyed. And um, I don't funny. know if he would come back, but I think it'd be funny. I haven't I haven't had a single thought about Chet Welch since he was <laughs> voted out, I don't think. <laughs> I just love I love Micronesia so much. It's yeah, and it's that, I think objectively the best one. Mm-hmm. Oh Chet. I'm I pulled up this the the page for Chet. Yeah, I think I think there it's un- an unlikely pull, but it would be very entertaining. <laughs> It'd be funny to get chat on like a, a blood versus water season two with like some obscure relative. Like I think that could be very funny. But. <laughs> it's my aunt Patty. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. There it is. Chat. <laughs> Somehow I have two more. I think it's cause we overlapped on one of mine. Yeah. And Courtney. Um, again, I'm going to play the hits here um, and do another person that I yeah, see as somebody who is just um, like a, a member of this era who like embodies survivor in this era. Um, and so would love to, I, I think you have to include a Stephen fish back. I know we've been down this well before and it keeps getting drier and drier. Um, but love the man. Um, who knows what he would do on a third time? Yeah. <laughs> I do love Steven. I love I him. Do. 
I, I, I just, worry that having him there with Rob would put a bigger target on Rob. But can you imagine them playing Survivor together? Yeah, that would be. I don't know. I feel like Rob would be like, "I'm not with him. I'm not connected to him at all. Please don't let his dumb decisions reflect on me." <laughs> I think in reality he would Even cut so, him like, immediately. Paranoid. Yeah. But yeah, I think it would be. It would definitely be like TV gold, but. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know how it would go. But yeah, I'm 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 all for that. I like Steven. Yeah. Again. We're, we're play the hits. <laughs> um my last one, this is a wild pick. Um <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Uh how about Shambo? Yeah, I did contemplate Shambo. Chat chat was like my Shambo. Yeah, that's true. They're on the same plane. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know what Shambo's up to now. It'd be Who entertaining. To... She's probably like what uh, in her forty, early forties. I don't know. Shambo is fifty-five. Fifty-five. Okay. Fifty-five. Uh, Shambo was one of the bright spots of Survivor Samoa. If you ask me, she was fun. Um, yeah. yeah, a blatant disregard for, I think, the strategy game of Survivor. But that's what makes it fun to have some people like that in there. You know. Yeah, it's fun to see people have to work around people who don't know what they're doing. Exactly. And so... I think that's a fun pick. Put Shambo on the tribe with Natalie Bolton and Courtney Yates and see what happens. I think they'll go crazy. (laughs) I think you're right. Three might do well with her, though. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. And Rafe. Rafe could probably, like, talk talk her down. Who would Sari not do well with? She just seems so like yeah, kind. That, I don't think like, there is anyone. Yeah, who like doesn't Ken, like Henry with Shambo would be very entertaining. Gosh, <laughs> that would be great. I would love to see that. <laughs> All right, we're halfway through. If I had a sponsor, I would read that now, but I don't. Um, so <laughs> we're on to um, depending on whether you're a cynic or not. You could call this the dark era of Survivor or the Renaissance era. Um. Well, you know. We'll see what how our tribes shake out and and decide from there. This was, yeah. yeah, we I don't know can't remember if we talked about this on the call or if it was before, but this was a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of fruit here, and again, like a lot of the people from this era, because there were so many returning player seasons, like most of the people have been picked pretty clean. I feel like such yeah, that their like story arcs are done, and I don't really want to see them anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you care to go first? Uh, I can. So my first player comes from 24. I don't know. Wow. Do you have anyone from 21 to 23? Um, it nope, might be better. Because my first one is 25. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so we're both on the same page. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I went back and forth and we talked about this in our last draft. But I think so this person played against potentially the best when one of the best winners of all time mm-hmm. uh, in Kim Spradlin. And I think it'd be interesting to see her play again um, against a different field. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see Sabrina Thompson play again. So mm-hmm. she was runner up to Kim um, and she played a fairly good game. I think uh, it's hard because like she played against one of the best winners. So it's hard right. to know how much, like how good she was really, but I think it'd be interesting um, and she comes from a season that doesn't get a lot of like praise. Yeah. So I went back and forth cause I really like Chelsea as well, but I feel like Sabrina mm. of the two of them was the more strategic. Yeah. Um, and then she, that's why Sabrina got votes. Whereas Chelsea didn't get anything. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I had a feeling you would pick her after our conversation last time. Yeah. Yeah. She's someone that like, I, I need to go back and rewatch one world, but I mm-hmm. feel like I would still like her. But in the, I remembered watching it and really liking, I liked all the women making it to the end, yep. but I felt like Sabrina did a really good job against him. Kim just had a really strong handle of the game. So yeah, you're not beating her at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that's another one that I haven't seen since the first time and don't remember much other than Kim's just like dominating. So yeah. Worth and another, another time. And Tarzan. Yeah. And Tarzan. But, but I don't need to see them again. Um, my first pick is the most playing the hits, um, of all my picks probably. Um, I am, I'm picking Malcolm. Um, of course, one of the most iconic survivors, uh, especially from this era. And I feel like he deserves one more try after he got royally hosed in Game Changers. <laughs> and if that and if that doesn't go great, then we're, we can close the book on Malcolm and we can be done forever. But yeah. I, I think he needs he needs one more try. Um, yeah, Malcolm was like one of when I, in this era of, of survivor, Malcolm was like who I would say was my favorite player for the reasons that any teenage boy would like Malcolm because he's cool and charming and I wanted to be like him. Yeah, I so I had Malcolm on my list. I took him off. I put him on. I took yeah. him off. I eventually finally decided not to have him on my list just because we have seen him so much. But yep. I love Malcolm, too. And it's like him and Denise together. Is one of my favorite pairs of all time. So. I, I think it is my favorite pair of all time. I oh, think I'll really? say it. Wow. Yeah, I think I'll say it. I I love that season so much. Um, yeah, it's like yeah, it, it is good. I I think most people we've talked about this before. Most people would have it as like a a top ten season, but I think it's like my actual favorite. I really love it. Yeah, and it, yeah, I like, it's definitely in my top ten, but it's not my favorite. But I love it, and I think <laughs> I like, do like it. Yeah, you know, this is the case for like all things that people really love, but like, it's also the associations of like that, the thing with like the rest of what was going on in that time, you know? And like, I feel like this was the first, like I've watched, I watched survivor. Like I, you know, have vivid memories of like hiding in the other room during season two, because I was scared of what was happening to Michael Scoopin. But (laughs) like, I feel like Philippines was the one where I was like, I got, obsessed with survivor you know mm-hmm. and i think that's part of why i think of it so highly yeah yeah it's for me it was kind of like a coming back to survivor mm. uh where i was i got back to watching it like regularly on wednesday nights during philippines mm-hmm. so i had been kind of watching it and keeping it up with it simple, like periodically online but then that was where like I would literally sit down every wednesday and, and watch philippines yeah. and then i think it helped too that malcolm got to come back uh, really quickly after that, yep. and it like really solidified him as like a household name. Yeah, not that he he wasn't already, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's hard not to pick Malcolm. Um, who you got next? So, so I have someone else from Philippines. Okay. Uh, so that was one of my also favorite seasons. Great cast, and um, the person I have is R.C. Saint Amour. Yeah. So yeah, that's she was good. supposed to be on Blood versus Water. But then, like, her dad, I think, was her partner, and he got pulled for medical reasons at the mm-hmm. last minute. And so I think that she was a great player, though, in Philippines, and I would love to see her come back. I think she would be really, like, under the radar. I think a lot of the people from this era potentially would be. Yeah. Because, I mean, 
other than the people that they've already pulled Falcom, probably not under the radar, but most every, all the other people would be. Mm-hmm. That's a great pick. Yeah. If, uh, if RC was voted out one, um, tribal council earlier, we definitely would have been talking about her in our pre-draft pod, mm-hmm. but she just barely or pre-merge pod mm. barely made the merge. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed watching her too. And yeah, she's a really smart player. Um, I co-sign everything you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next pick is from Survivor Kara Moen, um, an otherwise, you know, not awesome season. Uh, but I would like to bring back one of the three amigos to join our friend Malcolm, and that is Eddie Fox. Ah. I have the other one. <laughs> We're going to bring all the three amigos three. back. <laughs> I almost had Eddie's on my like almost there list, but I picked Reynolds instead. Let's do it. Let's bring all the three amigos back. All three. <laughs> yeah. I That's liked great. Eddie more than Reynolds because um, Eddie gave me like, like um, silly, uh, not like, mature and smart enough to realize that he's being a tool vibes which is endearing <laughs> whereas Reynolds yeah. gave me like calculated tool vibes <laughs> yeah yeah I think the older Reynolds might be better but uh, I just yeah. felt, to me Reynolds has a little bit more strategic chops he but definitely does for like comedic value is I think better yeah yeah, that's why I liked Eddie. Is he was funny? I did. I had him. I just went back and forth, and finally, I went with Reynolds. But I, I could see reasons for all three amigos. Yeah, let's bring them all back. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way we make this tribe uh, in, interesting. Yeah, I feel like that would put a huge target on them, though. That's the only for thing for sure. But they have three out of the five votes <laughs> in this tribe, so yeah, they, they're good for for a little bit. Yeah, and they probably have RC because Malcolm knows her. True. So. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you go again? Because I kind of already yeah, just said why next. Since we one. got Reynolds, um, I'm going to go to Kagiyan next. Um, another one in the um, Outwatch rewatched cavalcade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to pull another person that is an unsung hero from this cast that has been picked clean. This person has not been. Um, invited to return though, and that is Trish. Mm-hmm. I'd love, I'd love to see Trish again. We talked about this a lot in our rewatch, but she is, um, like, quite well. Sometimes quietly, sometimes not so quietly. Like the underwriting force of what gets like Tony the win, mm-hmm. and that her people management and her damage control ability, um is really unmatched and makes people um, continue to like Tony such that he can get to a place to win. So um, yeah, yeah, she was a great player and um, brought a lot of heat. And so would love to have Trish back. Yeah. I had Trish again in the same spot with Eddie and Malcolm. She was like almost on my list, but not quite. Okay. Um, But I did seriously consider her uh, and I would love to see her back. but I, I just picked a few other people. But yeah, I love I like Trish a lot. That's a good pick. It'd be interesting to see her play without Tony. Yeah, it would. And I feel like her second time out will probably be better than Tony's second time out. So. Hard, to, hard to do much worse. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, who do you cool. have next? 
Okay, so I'm going to go back a season. So um, Blood versus Water mm-hmm. is one that I really like. It's had, I mean, like half the season was returning players as it was. Right. Um, this person, when the season aired, though, I really was impressed by them. Um, and then they played on other reality TV shows that they were very impressive on. Uh-huh. And I'd be interested to see them again. I don't know in the real world uh, how great of a person they are, but I think in Survivor they were good, and that's Hayden Moss. Okay. So he won Big Brother. Yeah. I was really good on it. And then I thought he did a really good job in Blood versus Water. The other person that I thought of, which come back, is Caleb, um, since Caleb passed away. But uh, mm-hmm. I loved watching him play as well, Colton's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I liked, I liked Hayden. I think Hayden would do well on a second time out. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I mostly remember Hayden through the lens of cats um, who wants to date somebody that doesn't make the merge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I the- actually almost picked cat back for one world just for like, she also for comedic value. She's like both of her seasons. She was very entertaining, but she's like yeah. the, one of the worst strategic players. So for sure. It's like, she's like so delusional and that's the thing. If you can make sure that you can't believe that she's the best, you'll be fine. You'll always have her in your pocket. But. Yeah. If you're also, but yeah, to like rate people's performance at um, reunion shows, Cat's God tier for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> as yeah, a yeah. reunion show performer. <laughs> yeah, she's she's great. She's definitely one of the funniest people, but yeah, terrible at Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hayden. Yeah, I think you're right that like the other reality show success proves that. Yeah, he is a savvy guy. He'd well, be, he did pretty well on Blood versus Water, so he did. It'd be interesting to see him without like the tie of Cat, and I don't know that might have helped him. Like they're like, oh, his partner is Cat, like <laughs> like she's not much of a threat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. a man! He is so like. What year did this air? Two thousand versus Water. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, he, he's very two thousand thirteen hot. Yeah. You know, yeah, true. <laughs> the long hair, the, yeah, and he the was big on, white teeth. I don't remember. Big Brother was a few years before. Uh, it might have been like a year before that. Okay. He was on Big Brother 12. Yeah. Uh, maybe two years before. I think that's the one he won. It's a, Yeah, it's 12. It's, it says yeah. in his bio. Yeah, that was 2010. So like three years before. But yeah. Cool. We're yeah. not we're not Anyways. bringing back um, Laura Laura Bonham. Oh no no. <laughs> <laughs> she was great though on the Amazing Race recently. Was well, she? more Rupert, but the two of them together, yeah, they're great. They're. Huh. It was. Uh, it, they get they don't make it far on the Amazing Race, but they are quality TV for the time that they're there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. You. Sure. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be straight up, and you're gonna hate my next pick. And I, okay. I kind of hate it too, to be honest with you. Uh, um, from San Juan del Sur. Okay. Let's get Baylor Wilson back. Now, let oh. me explain. Oh. Let me explain. Oh. Was she good at Survivor? Not really. Oh. Oh. Was she that entertaining to watch? <laughs> Not really. So you may ask. Alex, why, why are you bringing Baylor Wilson back? Her whole story was her and her mom. And like, they were the like longest lasting pair on this season, you know, by, Mm -hmm. 
by a long shot. I think uh-huh. Baylor is 20 at this point. Um, I feel like a handful of years of experience um, of life out in the world. Imagine yourself when you were 20. I was an idiot. I wasn't good at things. And so why should we hold that against Baylor? Um, I feel like she has the potential to have maybe the biggest jump of anybody we've said so far from first time to second time. That's true. I'm saying this to convince myself too. I see your point. I just think there's also potential that she would not have a jump and that would be really boring. You're right. Uh, but it could be good. I'm I'm glad you didn't pick Missy. I could say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll take Baylor over Missy any day. But yeah, I like uh, yeah. I don't know. I had a hard time from this <laughs> from this era, especially yeah. like I had a hard time with like women from this era too. I don't know what it, I think it's like the format of the show at this point, but like yeah, there just like weren't a whole lot of yeah like female players that stuck out to me that haven't again, like we, yeah, that we haven't seen return over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. that one's probably yeah, not going to make our final five. Yeah. It's hard with, uh, San Juan del Sur. I went back, so I didn't pull anyone from San Juan del Sur. Yeah. It was hard. Cause like Natalie's definitely my favorite, but she won. Exactly. And then yeah. Kelly Wentworth, I loved, but she also like, we've seen her now play yeah. out quite a bit. So yeah. I was like, I don't know that I need to see more of Kelly. So, I mean, of the women that make it far, I would say Baylor's probably the best pick, but <laughs> still not great. But yep. yeah. I, but, I understand. Yeah. Who you got next? Uh, okay. So this is my last person. Okay. And this will come as no surprise <laughs> from season 30. It's Mama C. Yes. So I can't not pick her. Uh, I think she'll do, she'd be great on a second time around. Yeah. She's like definitely probably the oldest on this tribe. For sure. But it might help her out if she can make it to a swap. Cause then like the earlier season tribes are going to be older as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. W- I was picking back and forth between Mama C and Baylor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know no, why I went with <laughs> who I did, but. Well, I mean, I see your point. You make a good argument for Baylor, but mm, thank you. I definitely would pick Mama C over her, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. Would yeah. be good. Mama C is a good a good pick. Um, my final selection. Uh, he would fit right in on the tribe we constructed from the previous era, uh, with the three amigos, and uh, I'd I'd like Rodney. Please give me one Rodney Lavoy Junior. Tribe. I know, I know. Oh, but I'm okay. saying so he would he would fit era. right in. Oh wait, you are right, man. It's been so yeah, long that I forgot. He'll be on the, the tribe with the three amigos. Make it the four amigos. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney is the yeah. perfect fourth amigo. That's a good pick. I thought I, I didn't even like consider Rodney, but I should have. He's a good. That's a good pick. <laughs> yeah, he um, it definitely like brings a whole lot of drama and entertainment to the show. Um. Yeah. Yeah, he would be he would be really fun. I think I kind of hated Rodney the first time I watched this season, but also I just kind of hated this season. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely like, if not my least favorite, it's like top two. I think thirty nine's uh, putting up a good fight, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's 
Uh, Rodney's a, a bright spot in a bad season. Yeah. So. This season, fun fact, Alex Survivor fun fact, this is the only season of Survivor that I stopped watching. Oh, wow. Because I was like, you know what? And it, again, it, it's because it aired like, it was like my senior year of college or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I like had other stuff going on too, but I would like be watching episodes and be like, I don't care about this. I don't care yeah. about these people. I'm not entertained. And I just stopped watching. Yeah, I never got that feeling, but I it is a terrible season. The ending, I mean, Mike winning out was just rough. And then yeah. the auction gets broken and it's all, it's not <laughs> great. And all the Will and Dan drama. Yeah, I think so. it was when like um, a few episodes into the merge, it was like when uh, like Jen and Shireen and Tyler went out. Yeah. That I was like, at that point, I was like, eh, I'm done. Nobody yeah, here left. Where, yeah. This is a really, it's a bad season, but that's why it would be nice to see some people like Rodney and Carol, uh, Carolyn on another season to see, like, because I think they would still be good players. Yeah. And same with like people on 39, you know, there are some people who would be great on the second season, but like they, they're always going to have this like stain on them. So. Dude, yeah. That's what like, obviously there's lots of tragedy regarding 39, but like, this is, I think, one of the best casted seasons. Thirty nine was, and then just yeah, because of good. everything went that happened, it's like, yeah, it's it's yeah. almost impossible to redeem. But yeah. yeah, there's like a ton of people from this season that I would like to see play again. From thirty nine, mm-hmm. maybe not a ton, maybe five. There's some people I'd like to see, but <laughs> I, there's a lot of people from other seasons I'd like to see too. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of that, we're on to our final tribe. I'm calling this the Big Moves Tribe. Uh, I think that's a I fitting that's category. Good. This yeah. one was hard for me, but in a different way. And again, it's because these seasons are so like um, fresh that I like remember more of kind of like the m- more subtle players, yeah. you know, and that I had a hard yeah. time choosing just five. Yeah, I agree. Uh, who's your lead off contender here? Uh, okay, so my first person comes from Korong. Same. I anyone from Second Chances. Uh, this was on immediately when I watched it. I thought, I really want to see them play again. Um, the, like, final four, I liked all of them a lot. Yes. So, uh, this, I picked Sydney. Yay, me uh, too. Gillen. Do you pick her? I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm like really surprised that she hasn't come back. Me honestly, too. I think part of it is because of Michaela was like right after her. Yeah, and they kind of fill a similar role. But I think Sydney was the better player of the two of them for sure. Yeah, and I definitely like that finale was so painful for me because it was like, oh, so Sydney's not gonna win, and then it was like, oh, and then Aubrey's not gonna win. Like it yeah. like killed me because yeah. I I thought for sure one of the two of them was gonna win it. Mm-hmm. So because uh, they played such a great game. Yeah. Um, and I would definitely love to see her back. Yeah. Sydney is, is definitely one of those people that if you told me after this season aired, like that we're going to be on season 40 and she hasn't returned, I would have been stunned. Yeah. Yeah. Sydney was a great player. She was the first pick here for me too. like, it's a, a shoe in for me would absolutely um, love to see her again. And uh, yeah, I'm super surprised that she hasn't. Yeah. Also, I'm surprised too. Cause they let, Caleb come back, but not Sydney. <laughs> it's like, come yeah, on. That's true. Also, please put some respect on Joe Del Campo's name. 
Yeah. When you say you liked the final four, come on. <laughs> He's in the final five, right? Yeah. He, he is. You should have said, I really oh, like the final five. No, he I deserves your respect. I like Joe Del Campo, but <laughs> I don't know that strategically he's much of anything. But that, he's a very sweet man with cute dogs. That's probably why Aubrey lost, right? Is that if he hadn't gotten, you know, oh, definitely. meat constipation, she, she was good. Well, she got, Aubrey had Neil and Joe get medevac, so yeah. that was bad. Yeah. It's but, wild for me to, th- like, just look at the cast photo of Aubrey from 31. Oh, I haven't gone back to look at it. Does because, she look different? Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, you remember, remember like the early like version of oh, her I story, guess, yeah. you know, and yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, like that version of her. That's like, holy cow. She's like a different person now. Yeah. Well, she's been to the edge of extinction. Yeah, <laughs> that'll that'll break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to go ahead with your next one since we both had the same first one? Uh, sure. Uh, okay. So this one's it's millennial. I have someone from millennials versus Gen X. So this right. one was tough for me because to me that was one of the best seasons in recent memory. Yeah, I like agree. I loved millennials versus Gen X. Same. We have seen a lot of people come back. Um. So I went with someone that we haven't seen come back on Survivor. I think we're gonna uh, have that, the same pick again. You think so? Yeah. So Brett Labelle. Oh, okay. Different. No, nope. oh, that's that's great too. Okay. Okay. I had so I had three people that I went back and forth on for millennials versus Gen X, I know. but I finally I settled on Brett. So I did have I went back and forth with Hannah, but then I thought yep. no, and then the other person was Jay. Yeah, yeah, so. uh, Brett's great. Yeah, I think you can like pick you know a handful of people from this season that haven't returned that would be great um, to return. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Brett's yeah, up I there for me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was Jay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, I had Jay, but because of the later pick, I took him off because he's very similar to someone else, which you can probably guess. But yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I think but, we yeah, have the same I next Brett person would add too. A little yeah. bit of diversity, age wise yep. and LBGTQ wise. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good a good choice. Yeah, I loved um I loved both of these. I loved this whole cast really. Um. But I man, I just found Jay such to be such a compelling character. Um. Mm-hmm. And like, he was one of the first. Well, there's there's probably other people that I'm forgetting, but like when you're given like the archetype of Jay, you know, you think like surfer dude, bro, like mm-hmm. airhead kind of guy. But he was so like sharp strategically and so like cutthroat, but also yeah. was like a really empathetic person too. And like, I think one of the emotional through lines of this season is his relationship with Adam, which is again so complex and interesting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, when I think about this season, I think one of the first things I think about is like, is Jay because of, of that. So. Yeah. And I agree. My worry with him is that we've maybe seen, and I have the same worry for Adam in season 40 Yeah, is that they had such a big arc in millennials versus Gen X. That I don't know where it's going to go Yeah, in a, in a future season, but I mean, I would definitely love to see Jay and I loved him. Mm-hmm. on the season so i think with brett we saw a little less of him strategically especially and it could be because there isn't anything there strategically yeah but he's very entertaining he is very entertaining so. mm-hmm. yeah this is the next season that we're gonna recap um on outwatch and so i'm so oh. excited to get to it and watch it again yeah that'll be good i thought about rewatching it because it, it's kind of recent but it also has been a while so yeah 
I'd like to see it again. Yeah, this is a great one. Cool. Um, I think we probably have the same next person based on our lead-in. Huh? On what I said earlier? Yeah. Or no? Yeah. yeah. Um, I had Devin Pinto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I love Devin Pinto. Yeah, he's right he up was- there on like my overall list of people that I would like to see play again. Yep. Um, yeah. On a season that was like, not, not great. Um, but not like terrible. Yeah. He was my favorite person to watch. Um, yeah. And yeah, just yeah, for, for me, he was like my, of this era, he was one of the quickest ones I came up with in my head for sure. Uh, and so like, that's why to me, him and Jay are like really similar, but I feel like Devin potentially has a little bit, more left unsaid. I think you're right. Yep. Yeah. And, and Jay's arc is like pretty reliant on, um, yeah, the story with Adam too, um, where yeah, Devin doesn't have that person necessarily. Yeah. I wonder how he would do on a returning season because so much of like what he did so well was that he played up his like goofy laid back surfer bro persona and like underneath it yeah he's like he's a really smart guy or a huge gamer somebody who's definitely thinking strategically you know i wonder now that his cover is blown how yeah how that would affect him on a second time out yeah i don't know i think though he would be a low like a an under the radar person still Mm -hmm. maybe not for the same reasons but like just because his season is like not really that highly thought of yeah. and his winners, not that highly thought of mm-hmm. that. And, and you have the three amigos, four amigos on the other <laughs> tribe. So right. potentially he'd have some comrades out there. True. I don't know. Yeah. And if Jay's out there, you know, there's a lot of people who kind of have a similar MO. Yeah. No votes for, he'd be good. no votes for a JP Hilsebeck return from this season. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> We're good. Nope. Um, I think there's a, maybe a high chance that we have the same next person too. I don't know. Okay. Go ahead and share yours then. Okay. So it's not, for, I don't have anyone else from 35. Yeah. That's, I don't either. Okay. Okay. Well, cause Chris, I had Chrissy where I was thinking about putting her up there, but I yeah. just would much rather see Devin. I think I, I so. do too. And we talked about Chrissy a lot in our uh, runners up pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So my next person comes from 37. Yep. Right. David versus Goliath. Yep. And it's Christian Hubicki. Uh, we have the same person again. Okay. I figured. Yeah, he's like uh I like one of my all time favorites, I think. Instant I icon. Christian. Yeah. Yeah, he's so good. Like and, and for me it was really cool because he's like one of the first true scientists to be on Survivor. Mm-hmm. So he is an engineer, which is kind of a different realm, but it was like it was really fun to see like someone who's actually active in the academic community on Survivor. Yeah. Because to me, they're like two different worlds. And so it's really fun. Um, and he was just so entertaining. And that that cast to me is one of the best casts. It's the great. David versus Goliath cast. Yep. What, like, interestingly enough, now, like, looking at it, because um, I've got the page pulled up, I agree mm-hmm. that it was an incredible cast. It's a top-tier season. But there's maybe four people that I have any interest in seeing return. Oh, really? Which is, like, yeah, I, I think have- a testament to how they, like, did a good job with like the stories of the people in their own season, you know? Yeah. I had two other people as potential people, but I, Christian's the only one I picked from yeah. David versus Goliath. So yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Again, of the in the like play the hits vein and like the players who stand in as a representative of this era, I don't think you can do better than Christian. Yeah. He's like maybe the most yeah. maybe the most recognizable new player from this era. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think so too. I think he'll have the like worry like the Cochrane persona though on a second time around. Yeah, like definitely. people will be afraid of him because of how smart he is, but yeah. but he's also really likable. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see him with Devin Pinto. Oh, and that like, would be you great. know, cause he did so well with John Morrison. Like yeah. he could be really great with all the bros. Uh-huh. Man, a Christian Hubicki Devin Pinto Alliance. I live for that. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. That'd be great. Um, yeah, I'd also love to see Gabby return from this season. She's not my pick, but like she's right up there. Same thing with Davey. Those three are the three yeah, on had, the top of I my had list. Davey and Angelina. Yeah, Angelina Gabby, too. Gabby, I'm less interested in. I mean, I would watch her, but I don't know. I don't know what she would be like on a second time around. Yeah. I always like, this is um, another like example of bias, but whoever I like choose at the beginning of the season as my winner pick, I have an extra love for it. And yeah. I picked Gabby, so... Oh, that's who you picked? Uh-huh. She was my rooting I don't remember interest. remember who I picked on that season. I may not have made a winner pick. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't... I can't think of who I did. I don't always pick a winner. Yeah. Uh, we've I got, don't think I did. We've got Anyways. one more slot here. Um, what season is yours from? 38. Okay, mine too. Is it a man or a woman? My mind's a woman. Mine too. Is it Victoria? It is. All right, man. We are on the same page for this last era. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Victoria was like one of the biggest surprises for me, like in a positive way from the season. Um, I think she should have won this season truthfully. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I, yeah, she's a great combination of like, again, the like, don't trust me. I'll cut your throat. Like, savagery um but also like yeah she was great on confessional she was really entertaining to watch um and i think there's a lot like more out there for her in the world of survivor like yeah, i think she was well liked and could like really perform really well on another time out so i'd love I to think, see yeah, her again i think she's underrated like people maybe wouldn't know her yeah well enough or know her game well enough because, I mean, they didn't really show her game that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she would definitely be good. I think she'd do well with the people, the other people from this era, too. I think maybe if she didn't wear the beanie, people would have no idea who she is. That could <laughs> be a true. strat. It's very possible. We had no Rick Devins. I know. I did contemplate it, but yeah. then I was like, no, nah, I just can't do it. Yeah. Another yeah. example of like a full story the first time. Yeah, we ne- got so much of them. Need a like, little Devin's break. Yeah. Yeah, Victoria's a shoe in for me too. Um, man, we had four out of the five the same from this era. We just have to choose it's between funny too, Brett and Jay. Era before we didn't have anyone. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, we, although we were close with all the three amigos, but yeah, that's pretty funny. All right, so now the next order of business is. Choosing our final tribes for this season. Um, we're going to take our choices and put together the best season possible based on our options. Um, I'd say we should start here at the big moves era since um, we just talked about it. And 
most of the work is already done. <laughs> yeah, true. So who do we want? Do we want Jay or Brett as our millennials versus Gen X representative? A tough call. I feel like because we have so many bros already, though, yep. I would make the case for Brett. I, I hear you and I follow you. I think that that's a okay. good choice. Um, looking at the demographics of not only this tribe, but the season potentially at large. Yeah. Brett, Brett's the, the option, I think. Cool. So that means our big moves era tribe is Sydney from Co Wrong, Devin from Heal- Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. Who greenlit that title? I know. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, and Millennials versus Gen X is a mouthful, too. It is. You know? Uh, Brett from Millennials versus Gen X, Christian from David versus Goliath, and Victoria from EOE. That's a good tribe. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really, I don't know how that would go. Yeah, I wonder how they would meld. I don't know. I feel like Victoria and Christian would either like go at each other or they would be like a power duo. Oh, I yeah. I see minute one, Victoria being like, dude, we got to get rid of Christian. Yeah. Waste no yeah, time. I feel like she's cutthroat enough that she would do it. But then the power alliance of Devin, Christian, and Brett LaBelle <laughs> subvert it. That's like the new three amigos. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. Uh, let's keep working our way backwards then into seasons 21 through 30. Um, yeah, this one's tricky. This one is tricky. We've got all three amigos <laughs> up for grabs. We've got the um, the fourth amigo and Rodney. And then we've also got the potential of Trish, of Baylor, of Sabrina, RC, Hayden, and Mama C. Yeah, these are tricky. So who's like our first, like, definitely got to include this person? Well, I think, so like for me, I had, of your picks, I also had Malcolm, Trish, and Eddie. So I would lean towards Malcolm or Trish, Mm -hmm. maybe Trish, I don't know, or Malcolm. I mean, both of those are two people I, I strongly considered for my list. I, I think Malcolm is a good person to put in this season. Again, as the representative of this era, yeah, I think that's um, cool that. that's a strong a strong choice. Yeah, because I mean, I put him up there, and then I took him down, and then I put him back up. So it's I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I really like your mama C pick too. Um, cool. I'm happy to to send her along. Yeah, <laughs> I stand mama C. What's the you know. what's the thing uh, that like Rob makes fun of? It's like send it to Fiji or something. What is it? The th- oh, send it to. Uh, send it to Samoa. Send it to Samoa. Yeah. 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 Send Mama C to Samoa. (laughs) Cause that's where they filmed for a long time. I guess now he needs to change it to Fiji. Yeah. Send it to Fiji. All right. Malcolm and Mama C. What a power duo. Um, do we want to pick the new Malcolm and Denise? You never know. Ooh, there is, there is upside there. Mm -hmm. Do we want to pick from one of the other amigos or do we want to leave the amigos on the wayside? Yeah, I think that's the trick. Is if we, <laughs> it is, isn't it? It'd be weird to have two of the three amigos. Mm. It'd also be weird to have three of the three amigos. Yeah, so like know. there's no world in which that is allowed, where we put Malcolm, Eddie, and Reynolds on a tribe together again. I feel like it'd almost be like we could make a new three amigos 
Mm. With Rodney and Hayden and Malcolm. Yes. <laughs> there it is. Three Amigos 2.0. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we've also got the other three Amigos on the other tribe now. <laughs> That's going to be the new uh, theme for this season. Survivor. <laughs> three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> They've honestly done worse. Yep. They have. Okay, so we just need one more. And it should probably be a woman. I'm here for RC. I think that's a really yeah, good pick. That's what, I'm between her or Trish. Those would be my top yeah. two, I think. Mama C and Trish yeah. kind of fill a similar a similar role. True, true. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And Malcolm and RC have history, so it'd be entertaining true. to see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm good with that. Perhaps fittingly, this season has two people from Philippines and two people from Worlds Apart. Oh, true. Yeah. Not that like... the One of the best and one of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feast or Famine okay. era. Uh, so we're back to the post-classic or the golden era. Um, we're choosing between Penner, Courtney Yates, Eric, Stephen Fishback, Shambo, Rafe, Sari, Courtney, Natalie, and yeah, Chet. So, so Courtney we both had, so yep. I'd say she's a go. Send it to Fiji. We send her to Fiji. <laughs> um, now things I, get tricky. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what... Well, so, because I like all... I'm trying to think of what the best tribe would be. I like Penner, Eric, and Steven, and Shambo. Uh, I think I think of this is like my most like hazy picking the people I remember era, you know? Oh, um, really? Yeah. And I, I think of those people like I think Penner is is probably the the richest vein potentially. I don't know. Steven's pretty entertaining too, but yeah, I, I mean, I love Penner. I'm, I'm good with that. Let's send, let's send Penner to Fiji. Um, hmm. I liked your yeah. Natalie pick too. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking. Like, I think I'd rather see Natalie and Courtney interact. I think that'd be pretty funny. That would be fun. Like the two of them together, like clipping off of each other would be great. Yeah. So and she, we've never seen her before. Yeah. Uh, yep, good point. Yeah, let's send Natalie along. We got two spots left. Yeah. We've got... Let's see. So on the first tribe, we have two women, three men. Two women, three men. Mm -hmm. So I think this one, we need three women. Yep. Which means either Shambo or Suri. I'm cool with either of those. I, I think we can do Shambo. <laughs> Shambo <laughs> with Penner. You want Shambo that, back like, that's in? That's a great combo. Yeah, I All think right. that'll be good. We'll send Shambo. And then we've got to narrow it for one of the guys. We've got Rafe. We've got Fishback. Chet. We've got Chet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we can rule Chet out. So I think it's Rafe, Eric, or Steven. I would, hmm. er, I would say not. Steven. But. Yeah, I'm, I, I, think, I think I agree. I think Rafe is interesting. Just for the same reason of like with Shambo, where there's like we haven't seen him play again. Yeah. And yeah. I think I, it also helps because he keeps people from different tribes. Yeah. Like or different seasons, sorry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Although Eric and Steven haven't been on one with them either. So although Steven and Courtney, that is enticing. That is enticing. To see them together. But I like I, I think Rafe is good too. Yeah, she would be this iteration's like Abby Maria for Steven. Yeah. Well, they, they're exes, you know. Wait, are you serious? 
Yeah, Stephen and Courtney dated for a really long time. No way. Like, it'd be much more different than Abby Maria. Yeah. Wait, yeah, are they you dated. kidding me? Yeah. Uh, but, well, before he got married, but yeah, they used to date. Uh, I think like close to the heroes versus villains time, like early twenties. Oh my god! Whoa! The dark era of Survivor, as you call it. I just googled yeah. it. That is yeah. wild. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting pairing. Definitely. So, I can... Maybe we should... Uh, wow. Do that. That just shattered my entire universe. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm okay with any of them. Uh, it's hard. Like, I, Eric is also interesting. Like, Sorry, I'm still, I'm still spiraling from this really? news. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, let's, uh, yeah. Who did we just pick? Let's send Rafe. Rafe We're sending Rafe. (laughs) I don't want to do that to Steven. He's married. He's a married man. He doesn't need to be on a reality (laughs) show with his ex-girlfriend. I care more about him as a person. If we did Eric though, we also get the Eric Natalie drama, but. Oh, that is true. I care. I care too much about Eric to do that to Eric too. What? I don't want to do that to Eric. True, true. Yeah, it'll better. just be clip after clip of him giving away immunity. Yeah. Okay, back to the classics tribe. All right. Uh, we've got to send Rob Sesternino through. That was a co-pick. And T-Bird. And T-Bird, yeah. So the only other one I'm going to stake my flag on is Ian. We can do Ian. Okay. I just think he'll be great. But I'm open to Dina... And Eliza or Ryan O, all mm-hmm. three of those are great picks. So. so to even things out at 10 men and 10 women, we need to do three women here. Yeah. To do Eliza and Dina. Yeah, I love. Uh, yeah, Dina's like. Uh, Your number one. Definite right. for me, I think. Yeah, yeah. I like that pick. And we fun to see her and Rob together, too. Do we want Eliza or Julie Berry? That's uh, a tough call. I. Th- I don't know. I think Eliza's a good... I think Eliza with T-Bird and Dina would be an interesting three. Okay. so That would be an interesting three. That's a good point. Yeah. Also, like Julie's a little more amicable, whereas Eliza's gonna yeah. cause some drama. <laughs> and there's no scenario in which Julie Berry is on Survivor. Yeah, I don't think so, but <laughs> it'd be cool if she was. Yeah, I don't think so but either. But I didn't think there was any scenario where Parvati would come back because of her production connections. True. True. And she's back, so... Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so that does it. Here's our season. Let's um, run this back um, top to bottom. So our classics era season or tribe, we've got Rob Sesternino, T-Bird, Ian from Palau, Queena is what we started calling Dina, <laughs> <laughs> and Eliza. Our golden era tribe, we've got Penner, Courtney Yates, Natalie Bolton, Shambo, and Rafe. Uh, our dark era. <laughs> we need a better name for that. Uh, 21 through 30, we've got Malcolm, RC, Hayden, Rodney, and Mama C. That's a such a fun group. <laughs> yeah, that's a strong tribe physically, too. It, yeah, it is. The other tribe, the last tribe is so bad. Bruce, <laughs> Natalie, Courtney, Jonathan, Penner, and Shane. They are going to struggle. <laughs> They're definitely going to struggle. Oh, it's tough. 
And then our last tribe is Sydney, Devin Pinto, Christian Hubicki, Victoria, and Brett LaBelle. I like uh, it. This would be a fun season, I think. Yeah, I do too. I would love to see, yeah, these players come back. Yeah, it would be interesting, especially because you have so many people who've played, like like Penner is on the older season or older era, but he's played with Malcolm. Yeah. And so, and RC, although technically I don't know that they ever played. Yeah. Any of them played with him, but they were on the same season. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think it'd be really interesting. And you know that like the story from like a thematic perspective is going to be this like old school versus new school sort of thing, you know, of like, how Definitely. does, yeah. How do you play survivor as somebody who hasn't, you know, who got their start in, uh, yeah, the classic era in yeah. now the, the world that it is, you know? Yeah. Looking at this at this group here, do you have any predictions for how this might go? I think our first um, note that that second tribe is really going to struggle and the challenges is probably pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's going to be a rough go for them. Yeah, I'd like to think... I mean, I think Shambo would probably be the first boot of that tribe. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Or Penner. It's hard to say because Shambo would be physically probably the weakest. Uh-huh. But Penner may have the biggest target. Like, I think Courtney has a target, but she's so physically small that yeah. I think that would like, they would keep her. I don't know. Yeah. I could see her, Natalie, and Rafe working together. I could also see Penner working with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be. I, don't know. I agree. I think it would be Shambo first, and then it would probably either be Penner or Courtney, depending on who gets yeah. like the upper hand. In this, you know, this format, of course, like we're swapping after like two or three tribal councils, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because what is this twenty? So they could swap mm-hmm. after two mm-hmm. and go to three tribes. Who do you think wins this season? Or two? That's what I was trying to think through. Uh, do you have any? Do you have a pick off the top of your head? I do think it would be tough for anybody from these first two tribes. Um, Cause I think, yeah, yeah. they're going to struggle to like connect with the newer players, maybe like socially, but definitely on like a strategic level. I think that it's, yeah, they're going to be playing two different games or, you know, like, yeah, these people from these last couple eras are used to playing in the world of advantages and idols and, edges of extinction whereas yeah everybody from the first couple are going to be way less uh, you know prepared for that level of of game but like i say that and these are like all smart people who like no survivor for the most part you know so maybe they will adapt yeah well i think i think the people on the earliest tribe uh ian and dina i don't really know how familiar they are with the game still but like Mm -hmm. rob t-bird and eliza for sure they'll all be like fully immersed in advantages and and the new survivor yeah that middle or the second tribe i think is actually going to be physically and strategically they would have the toughest time yeah i agree it's hard hard to say i was thinking like i think victoria has a really good shot just because of how like little people know about her game yeah um that was my I gut think, pick too. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of, and I mean, Mama C or Dina, both of them, I feel like they could too. Cause yeah. they're like kind of get along with anybody. Yeah. Regardless of age and 
Like, I don't know. I think either of those would be good too. Yeah, if Dina could adapt like to the pace of this game of Survivor, I, yeah. I really like that too. Well, that's um, the thing because potentially like Dina and Rob would be paired up in a sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll also have T-Bird, but like Rob would definitely be the bigger target. Yeah. He could potentially help her along. Rob voted Dina at would... once. Yeah, yeah. But I think <laughs> at this point, I mean, it's, yeah. There's 20 like, years ago. What, 15 years, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of history there now. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Like, I would love to say that Christian could win, but I think he may come in with one of the bigger targets. I think so, too. Yeah. Him and Malcolm. Yeah. And Rob. Yeah, those those three, I think, would have the biggest targets. Yeah, I I really am intrigued at like a seeing Malcolm one more time because, yeah, like I remember the discourse going into um, his third time out was like a lot of people picking Malcolm to win. And yeah, yeah, no, I I think I picked him that season too. Yeah, and so like I, I, I wonder like what's changed. You know, he got hosed. Well, it, it could be that that helped him. You know, like him not doing so well in one season. In his most recent season, maybe people might not remember as much from his right. earlier seasons. Yeah, I, I don't know. I could I see don't him know doing that it well. Could ever like wash away his reputation, but yeah, he is a giant. Yeah, but. So Ian's nearly seven feet tall. Devin's really big. (laughs) And you've got like these other guys are physically going to like look way better and way like they're going to be better skilled than Malcolm. So they might be able to take that target off of him because I feel Mm -hmm. like his challenge prowess is a big part of what makes him such a like threat. I don't know. Yeah, Philippines. You know, like he's able to deliver other than that one, like holding the pieces between the two handles. Right. He can do most any challenge. <laughs> Just don't give him a buoy. Yeah. Or a stick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Philippines Malcolm was a challenge beast, but is, you know, this version. But he was of also Malcolm. against people that, I mean, he was against like Lisa Welchel and Scoop, you know, like people that aren't Russell really. Swan. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the other guys would take that target off of him. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Devin physically will probably have the bigger target. Mm-hmm. Even someone like Hayden. To- he didn't challenges. Yeah. Devin. I think he won a few, right? Yeah, I really don't remember. I know Chrissy won a ton. Right. The great Chrissy won like four or five. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't know that Devin won much, but he definitely like physically is. It looks like a threat. I'm going to ch- check the tape here real fast. <laughs> um, Come on. Survivor. That's where like. For Brett and Jambo and Dina, I feel like the three of them, their biggest risk is the pre-merge, you know, Mm -hmm. just getting past the team challenges. Yeah, for sure. Um, Devin won a total of seven challenges, but that includes pre-merge. Okay. Mm, Yeah, I'm not going to read this entire (laughs) wall of text to find this. (laughs) Well, and he definitely helped his tribe, right? It was the Hustlers. So yeah. him and uh, Patrick. Patrick Bolton. What a guy. They're like the two muscle guys. And, and then Ryan. <laughs> or Ryan. Yeah. And Lauren Rimmer. Can't forget Lauren Rimmer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah. That's um, why I feel like her and Elaine kind of cancel each other out. I know well. they do. Yeah. Yeah, in the same way that Michaela did with Sydney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
similar exactly. archetypes. Well, this is fun. I would definitely watch this season and I would love it if they did it. Definitely. I like what we ended Mainly up with. Mainly just to see Rob Sesternino. I know. <laughs> Do you think it'll ever um, happen? I don't know. I feel like if anything, he's definitely moving closer to doing it. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know. It just depends on what direction Survivor heads after True. this winter season. Yeah. I mean, some people thought it might be like Legends and then he would have been a part of that. Mm. I don't know. Uh, if if you force me to say right now, does he ever play again? I say no. Uh, but I, I, hope, I hope he does. I know. I One do thing too. though, I would love to see him and, and Nicole, his wife, on oh. like Amazing Race or or Blood versus Water. Like, yeah, she would be great TV too. Then the two of them together, I think, would be excellent. So, and they got asked back when the first Blood versus Water happened, but she was pregnant. So that would be fun. Yeah, that's like. I actually really liked the first Blood versus Water. I like it when it's like people we know from previous seasons better than like all new people. But yeah, I don't know. For but sure. Yeah, I don't know if he'll come back. I think a lot of these people, though, definitely like our most recent era, other than maybe Sydney, I think there's a high likelihood we'll see the other four back. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think we'll see Mama see again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. T-Bird. Uh, It'd be nice to see her again. Yeah, I think she has a chance since she was up for the second chance. Yeah, I hope so. I was really shocked that she didn't get that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people just don't remember the old stuff. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. any last notes before we we wrap up? I don't think so. I think it'd be a good, compelling season, though. Yeah, I would love to see it. Uh, well, thank you for joining me on this draft special. Your expertise as always, and you are, um, uh, your witty humor <laughs> is valued. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to get to talk about Survivor. Always. Usually talking to myself, so. <laughs> That's why I started this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rope other people into liking that. this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, make sure that you subscribe to our feed uh, wherever you are digesting your podcast. Um, and make sure to follow us on Twitter at Outwatch Podcast. And you can uh, drop us your picks for who you would love to see in a season like this as well. Uh, thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. <laughs>